Welcome back to the My Life Platform podcast. Today we have some special guests with you. I've invited a great young couple to, I'm going to interview them. I want you to hear part of their story. There's a lot of young people that can benefit from hearing the story of people at their stage in life. My wife and I are both empty nesters and nearing 50 years old, at least I am. I won't say that of my wife. So today I'm going to interview this young couple. It's Devin and Jesse, and we've come to know them over the last uh, two years in our life. And I want you to hear some of their story and get some of their perspective on marriage and life as a young person. So Devin and Jesse, welcome. Let me just give you some rapid fire questions. First of all, tell us how old you are and how long you've been married. Um, I'm Devin and I'm 21 years old and we've been married for just over one year now. And I'm Jesse and I'm 19 years old. Very good. I I love to ask people this question. What do you do for fun? (laughs) Um, we do a lot of random things. We like to cook and watch movies and like, there's, I don't know how to answer this question. (laughs) I think that no matter what we do, whether it's big or small, whether going to the grocery store, ordering pizza, we just have fun with it, no matter what it is. Can I tell you, I love hearing that answer, and I hope that answer never changes. For some people, we think that fun means you you have to go out and like do some amazing thing. Like fun is almost like here's what you're supposed to do for fun. Fun is a spirit and like culture that you cultivate in a relationship. When your relationship becomes fun, anything that you do is fun. I would say this, my wife and I have been married for, I think 28 years. So we are almost 50. Our answer is almost the same as yours. If if people ask us that question, we pretty much say the same thing you guys would say. (laughs) There's nothing amazing to say. Yet all of it's amazing. We love going to the grocery store together. Tonight we are super stoked because we bought a cauliflower crust pizza. And we can't wait to have a pizza party tonight. <laughs> we talked about it this morning. We're like, we can't wait. We're going to watch some random thing on TV and we're going to eat that cauliflower crust pizza. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like Disney World in a living room. With a cauliflower pizza. So I love your answer. Yeah, we were just, we're, out, we're on a diet right now. And so we were just at Sprouts and we picked up a thing of zero calorie shirataki noodles. And it was probably the funniest thing we've ever done. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love it. So let me ask you this question. There are many young people in our culture today that when they think about marriage, they're like, oh, I want to live life first. I... I'm not ready to settle down. I I want to go experience things. So what do you say to people? You guys are very young. You've been married for almost a year. So what do you say to a young person that's like, I don't know if I want to like slow my life down yet or get trapped in marriage? Um, I would say that marriage was the one thing that helped me reach the person that I've always wanted to be, but couldn't quite get there without marriage yeah i think that it doesn't slow your life down i think it speeds it up i was in a small group just last night and i remember them 
asking like, what, what has God's love done, done for us? And I said, I think that without God, that my marriage would have only taken two steps, but with marriage and with God's love that it's taken a hundred steps. So it, it speeds it up drastically and you become the person that you want to be and you can't find it without God's love and you can't find it out with the significant other doing it right by your side. You can't do it alone, basically. In human instinct, your answer that you both gave makes no sense, but it's completely powerful and true. Like it feels like if I'm going to become my best life, I need to be able to focus on me. Like I need to do my thing. That feels like that's the fast way to get somewhere. I couldn't agree with both what you guys said uh, anymore. And it's so powerful that at your young ages that you're seeing that. I recently had a young man that I know he and his fiance went through premarital counseling with us probably three years ago. And I saw him last year and he was so excited. His face lit up and he said to me, dude, marriage makes you better. And he looked at his, some of his friends that are single and I'm not opposed to being single, but he looked at some of his friends and he compared himself and he's like, Oh my goodness. I see how I'm changing. Marriage is marriage really does help you move forward and become the person you really want to become because we are, we're all just born selfish. There's no getting around it. We are all at our core selfish people and marriage doesn't work unless your selfishness gets confronted. So let me ask you this question. So marriage, to get close to someone, you don't just get the benefit of intimacy. You get the downside of exposure. Like the relationship to get close to someone, they're going to know you, the real you. Sometimes the parts of you that you don't want anyone to see, but they see because you're married. So how do you feel about the struggles? Because there's no doubt in every marriage, it exposes struggles in us as people. And it certainly happened with you guys like everyone else. How do you feel about the struggles that come up in marriage? Well, hearing that makes me think of the cliche that the truth sets you free no one really truly thinks about it like the truth but they they just do the bare minimum truth of what's on the surface but they don't really dig down of what the true truth is and so i know a verse that i've had to learn was that the truth is like a kiss on the lips so for my wife i was always like i can't tell her the truth because it's not gonna it's not gonna bring her up it's not gonna bring her forward but i realized that telling her the truth and who i really am and who i want to be that that's really showing her the most love that I could without, I don't know. What did you think? Wow. I would say that recently telling each other truths that were hard, we were able to use it as an opportunity to persevere and to grow more than we could have without telling each other the truth. And it's also so much love when the your significant other knows all of your like deep dark secrets and loves them anyway your love just grows by that yeah i've heard the that there's no negatives when you're with christ no matter how negative it might be or how negative the truth might be that 
God's always going to use it for his glory. He's always going to use it and turn around for a positive. So with Christ, there, there really are no negatives. If it's a negative in a human way, then it's a positive in a godly way. Wow. If we're willing to allow the truth to come out. So interesting. So you've, you guys have had to have, it sounds like, heart-to-heart, real conversations, admitting, this is who I am. So so it's probably, it, has it gone both ways? Has the honesty had to go both ways? Yeah. When he told me his like biggest truth, it was, it opened it up for me to start telling my truth. Now that is incredible. That is incredible. You know what happens in, every human deals with their own darkness. We either hide it or we face it. And, and the truth thing you're talking about is the facing of our honest. It's, it, it, the truth you're talking about is that we don't just tell people what our highlight reel. We, we show people or tell people what's really happening in our life. I find that fascinating that you said, you said that, that Devin told you, like gave you a peek into his dark world. It's so interesting that you responded to him by speaking of your own dark world. That is really fascinating. This isn't, why didn't you say, well, you're an awful person. Get away from me. Why didn't you do that? Well, initially I didn't respond in grace. I did mess up and I was selfish with my response. But as we continue to walk through this season, I'm telling each other truth. It would be like, it it would just be, I don't know what the word is. Um, I don't know. I, I just felt like since he's telling me his truth, he's vulnerable. The only way to grow would be me to continue and respond with my truth and be vulnerable with us so that we can both grow as individuals, but also as one together in marriage. The fact that you have honestly faced truth together in your young marriage has absolutely moved you far, far ahead in life, not just in marriage, but as individuals. I think that in our culture, it's become very difficult simply to be human. To be authentically ourselves has become very difficult. It's much more natural and even it feels safer to just live our life with a facade. Like I'm just going to cover up who I am, just show people a image of who I am, but not really be me. It's really a trap to do that. This is one of the beauties of marriage because in a marriage, it's, it's almost impossible to do that because you live with this person. You can go to work and do things publicly and project an image to the world and they can think something of you, but in your own home, it's pretty much impossible to hide the real you. So that's fascinating that, so you have a huge advantage and that is that you have learned to see the worst in each other which helps to bring out the best in each other, which helps you experience the best of life, not just in marriage, but as individuals. Like you've made each other better, not just for your marriage, but 
you are making yourself better for the whole world. So I want to pause for a second and talk to couples out there that would listen to this. There are many couples that become a victim of their success. And here's what I mean by that. They don't face any big problems in their first year or two or three or four of marriage. No big problems. And the mistake becomes they now live their marriage with the goal of avoiding a mistake than cultivating a great love. And there is no such thing as a marriage that these two people got married and they were never disappointing to each other. No one ever had uh, a, a darkness they needed to deal with. Like That's not what life is. When a couple learns to be honest with each other, to share the hard truth with each other, and to respond with grace with each other, that couple has moved far, far ahead in life. So I want to give you guys a chance for any final thoughts that you would say to a young person. Just reminding everybody, we're talking to a young couple that um, you were married at what ages? You were, what, what age were you when you got married? I was 20. 18. 20 and 18 and getting married. So what if a young person, let's say a friend of yours, said, man, I'm just, I am not ready for marriage. Like I love this person, but I am not ready for marriage. Yeah. I think no matter how much you prepare or whatever you think that you're doing, nobody's ready for marriage. That, I mean, it's just, I know what you've taught us is that people have the wrong viewpoint of whenever marriage starts. You don't really start truly together. You start apart, you start you know, you both have lived separate lives for so long that you start apart in your problems and everything that you lived through in your first year, two year, five years, and truly through your whole marriage, it just brings you closer and closer together. You don't start together, but you grow closer together. Yeah. Jesse, any thoughts? Yeah, I would say I definitely wasn't ready to be a wife. I didn't really know like all that it was to be a wife, but it was so worth it because this first year that we've completed, it not only like formed me into the wife that I was supposed to be, but formed me into the woman that I was supposed to be. That's fantastic. When, when older people are getting married and my wife and I do a lot of premarital counseling, the older people get, the more complicated it gets. It really gets more complicated because marriage, there's a very interesting principle. A man said this one time in a book, he said, marriage helps you understand the gospel and the gospel helps you understand marriage. The core of the gospel is that if you want to find your life, you have to lose your life. That makes no sense to the human heart. Like I want to get my life. I'm going to make it happen. So marriage is the same way. The only way marriage works is if you lose yourself to it. You surrender to this other person. You make them number one and you're number two. That makes no sense because from, from, from birth, we have this human nature that says, I am number one. I got to look out for myself first, make sure I get what I want. 
protect me. And the longer we live with that basic human instinct, the more difficult it is to surrender to marriage. So when people are 18 and 20, it's a little more easy to go into marriage with a mindset of, okay, we don't know what we're doing. We're just going to have to like surrender to this, which is really a perfect way to enter marriage. When someone is 30 and 34, 36, whatever, and they think they know what they're doing, that's probably the worst way to enter marriage because the key to marriage is not knowing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how it works. So I want to thank you guys for joining us. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd want to say to anybody, any young person about marriage, um, the benefits of it for you? Um, just you're sitting here, you've been, it's about a year of marriage. As you look at your life right now and the choice you made to get married, what would you say about it right now? I would say that it is probably one of the toughest things to go through, but it's definitely the most rewarding thing that God has given us on this planet. Like you said with the gospel thing, that I see the gospel through my wife. I see Jesus' love through my wife. And I, there's just no other channel that I could find that other than through my wife. And I think that having that at such a young age, it's it's such a blessing and I'm just so thankful for her and I'm so thankful for God's love. And I just think it was, it was the best decision that I've made. That's incredible. Jesse, anything you want to add? Um, I agree. I would say that it is really hard. It's harder than anyone tells you. No one warns you on your wedding day that this is going to be hard. Um, but the beautiful thing about marriage is that when it's hard, you're able to use that toughness and grow together and, um, just get like able to love each other way more by using the hardships in your marriage. Well, well said friends this morning when I got up at four 30 to go work out, it was hard. It was hard, but it was worth it. We live in a culture where many people for many people to struggle has become wrong. Struggle has become a bad thing. And we even apply that to our marriage. And in our marriages, if we struggle, we think we're messing up. Struggle to cultivate relationship is a normal thing. It's a human thing. And it's a good thing. When the caterpillar is becoming a butterfly, it happens within a cocoon. And there's a great struggle that takes place. In that cocoon, the struggle is what's forming the wings. So we don't always see it or feel it. As a matter of fact, in the struggle, I don't think the caterpillar is thinking, oh, this is going to pay off big in the end. I don't know that the caterpillar knows it's capable of flying. It's never known that. The caterpillar has only known a life where it slowly creeps along a branch. And it's not very beautiful. The caterpillar probably doesn't know that it's capable of becoming a butterfly that's beautiful and can fly. Marriage helps the human go from caterpillar to butterfly. But in our culture, we're afraid of the cocoon. We don't want to be trapped by something. 
We feel like if, if there's a problem, it's trapping us and it's holding us back. I want to encourage you that if in your marriage, you feel like it's a struggle right now, well, what are you going to do with that struggle? Are you going to avoid it and try to just try to distance yourself from your spouse so that it feels less painful? Or will you and your spouse face it and crawl into that dark cocoon together and talk the truth like Devin and Jesse talked about with each other? Talk the truth and together in the struggle grow wings so that you can fly and not just have a marriage that's powerful, but become the kind of people that the whole world would love for you to become. So marriage is a great advantage. You've heard the story today of two young people that were so bold as to get married at the ages of 20 and 18, and they're seeing great results from it. If you and your spouse need a resource, I want to tell you about a resource we have on our website. It's called Restoring Intimacy, and it's a simple video course that sets up conversations for you and your spouse to have. Here's what I believe with all my heart. For many people, we're just one conversation away from a dramatically changed life. But will we have that conversation? Or in our fear and insecurity, will we run from that conversation? You and your spouse right now might feel like a monumental struggle, but what if in one conversation, the two of you could become very different for each other? My friends, that's it for this episode of the My Life Platform podcast. If you want to do us a great favor, you may not be able to take me out to lunch next week, but if you were to share our podcast or let someone know about this, that would be the same thing as taking me out to lunch. Until next time. Have a great week.